0: planning for the future, or just making the most of every day, S&T Bank is here to help. Learn how S&T Bank can help you live the life you want at stbank.com, member FDIC. s and Bank was ranked number one in customer satisfaction with retail banking in Pennsylvania by J.D. Power. For J.D. Power 2022 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards.
1: Rooney's backyard, it's week number two of OTAs, Wesley Euler, Arthur Boats It is the Steelers Blitz here on SNR. Moatsy, another uh, another beautiful day here on the south side of Pennsylvania.
2: Man, every day is a beautiful day when I get to see and hear you over these amazing airways, baby. But yes, indeed, man, OTA number four. If I remember correctly, I kind of know what's going on. I'm kind of prepared for what to expect out here. I am not fatigued in the least <laughs> bit, and I'm still excited about being here. That's the phase we're in right now. By the end of the week, it
1: changes drastically. Okay, okay. But
2: for right now, you're still enjoying it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, let me ask you this then. So, so you are obviously, you know, everybody, our, our loyal listeners here on the show know this, but I like to think with it being OTAs, we've picked up some new friends along the way. Um, on this show here, you know, we've got a decade of NFL experience combined. I'll, I'll leave that up to everybody else to to figure out how to delegate that. What's the um, what's the is there significant ramp up from week one to week two? Like, what is the difference there? Are they are they is it more mental? Are they ins- trying to install more things in terms of signals and calls? Is it is it the same business as it was last week? Not really much change. What changes from week one to week two, if, if anything? Well, a
2: couple of things change. Uh, number one, the intensity changes because of some of those things that I was alluding to talking about just in the sense that, hey, man, we know what to expect. This is not our first week. This is not our first day out here. We are four practices in. We are one week total within this OTA period. So we expect you to move quicker. We expect you to move with even more of a purpose, and we also expect to see you just look more comfortable out there on the field. That is what you're getting today. That's what you're planning on getting this week if you're coach Tomlin. The next thing though that you're going to see it, that you're going to see is We're going to expand this playbook. We're going to continue with our installs. As we told you last week, man, every day they're going to do a different set of installs for base plays and for sub package plays, right, in terms of offense and defense. And from there, each day they're going to add more and more. Maybe it's four plays. Maybe it's five plays. Mm. But each day they're going to add a good chunk of the playbook. But as we just said, right, we have one week in. Now today is a new install, but you still got to remember everything from last weekend. You still have to remember everything over what a Memorial Weekend, a holiday week as yeah, well, because that yeah. is something different where they Absolutely. weren't in here Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday.
1: They might have been loafing it over the weekend, as right? Well so too, it's like, you know? man. So but you want to see, the lake.
2: but you need to see how these guys can handle downtime. How can these guys handle a pseudo bye week? Okay. Do you come
1: back right at Come role, on now. Or do you look like you spent come the last on now. three
2: days, you eating meats and drinking beers? When I tell you nothing happens haphazardly when it comes to the NFL, these are the things we're referring to, baby. That's a pseudo bye week How do you respond? How can you handle that? Are you a mature enough adult to, number one, not get yourself in trouble, mm. but number two, not jeopardize anything that's going to cost this team or your availability going forward? Sure. That's the reality of it. Some places you look around the league, they do a great job at it. Others, not so well. But here in Pittsburgh, that is something that Coach Tomlin does continue to harp on, and those are some of the things that we're trying to see today. Mm start as soon as we start this practice i don't want to hear about you being tired i don't want to hear about you being sore i don't Don't want to hear hear about about how hot it is out here (laughs) any of that none of that matters because right now the task at hand is you guys coming out here and working and doing your best to get one step close to a championship i was Mm. trying to see if if we're going to get another horn hunk
1: (laughs) there's been a lot early this morning it has has, it's like our fourth one already i was like what's
2: going on here man
1: You no, know, that that makes a lot of sense. You know, everything, and, and this is something you've talked about before too. Everything, you know, in terms of NFL offseason programs. Yes, it's all collectively bargained, and it's all been meticulously detailed over over the years. And we could go back and forth on, you know, if our if our brother Wolf was sitting here with us, he'd say, "You need more padded practice. You need more contact, right?" But. It is it's it's all about ramping these guys up and getting them ready. Absolutely. You have these 3 weeks and then you got what? 2 weeks off I think it is. Then you're mm-hmm. back for rookie mini camp and then that ramps up a little bit and then you get 3 weeks off and then it's training camp and it's time to hit the ground running. Yeah. That is that's all part of the process. Without a doubt. So in my open little spiel there, I know you heard me, and a big shout-out to uh, to Brian and Jacob back at the ranch. We had some some equipment issues this morning. So you just had me in the first segment. Motsi was here sitting beside me. We just only had the capabilities of one of us being on air. I um, told him
2: I wasn't working the first 15 minutes today. That's what I told him, ladies and gentlemen. All that other stuff is nonsense. I was sitting right. I said, I am not going on. I'm protesting.
1: Yeah, that's, you were holding in. Yes, it's a hold-in. You I were was here. sitting next to me the whole in. time. You, had, you just had in. your own little hold-in. Yeah, hey, hold TJ had one. Come on, you're man. You're allowed to have one. Come on, man. It worked um, out well for him. I said the three guys that I really wanted to keep an eye on this week were Carlos Davis, Buddy Johnson, and Kendrick Green. You got anybody you're, you're eyeing up this week that you that you want to see out here that you're, you know, because we do have three weeks of this. So oh, yeah. to. There's 90 guys out here, so you've got to delegate a little bit oh you
2: do you're supposed to delegate you're supposed to delegate no i look at the same people over and over again man
1: well you look at the linebackers you you better believe it so
2: you're gonna hear me say similar names you know why because i know the significance of these guys and how critical this team's success is to these guys developing so once again for me today a couple of guys that i will be looking at um oh well i do have a question though is this technically, like, would I be getting myself in trouble if I named some names of the people that I'm looking at? Because technically that would let people know that they are here. Ah. You catch my drift? Ah. Ah, yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know if it's frowned upon.
1: I think it's frowned upon. Okay, so yeah.
2: so with that being said, um, I we, can't we, tell we could, you everybody I'm looking at this.
1: We, yeah. we, we could talk tomorrow. <laughs> you know, once certain specifics are confirmed by the guys here, we could talk tomorrow. Okay. Uh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. That's why he's I asked him. He's a That's, goofball, that's why I wanted to you. ask he's a because
2: we, we have information that everybody doesn't have.
1: That we do. We're, we're privy to certain things. Yes. And, and so what like, Motes is saying yeah. is – uh, it's,
2: it's a certain player that I'm definitely going to be intrigued about watching, but I don't know if I can say that name right now.
1: You know what? I'm going to say it. Mean Joe Green. I mean, you know, he's uh, he's, hey uh, he's out here. He's got the pads on. He's looking hey. great. I mean, Moats is just – he's All dying right. to watch this it's, guy. It's certain
2: times when a Steeler <laughs> shows up – all eyes go to that stealer, And you're like, mama, there goes that man. Yeah,
1: the best shape of his life is, Come one, on, is what man. I heard, you know?
2: <laughs> Come on, man. Hungrier than ever. Most, Most motivated ever. Oh, man. Ah,
1: yes. Best shape of my life. Hungrier than ever been. So, so,
2: so I do have other gentlemen that I am excited to watch, but the number one person I'm excited to watch, I cannot talk about that individual okay. at the moment. What about
1: number two? <sighs> number two.
2: Even though it's funny the how this works, right? So if I said the name of number one, and it could have been a person that has been here or has not been here. Mm-hmm. Sure. That's going to get one reaction. Sure. But if the player had been here, and then today they weren't here, and I would have said their name. You see what I'm saying? I, I, feel, like you put, I feel like you're trying to set me up, man. Listen, Why I'm are you trying, trying to do me like this? Listen, I just, you no, know, I, I, blabbed, because,
1: I blabbed for the whole first huh, segment. Uh, I'm just no, no, to no, 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 no.
2: Because you named a player that's been here. Now, what if that player wasn't here today? Then i will be over here like, ooh. You know what you just did.
1: Well, you know what. To be fair, they're on the far field right now, and I'm not uh-huh. wearing my glasses, Uh-oh. so Uh-oh. can't tell you much about uh, well what's going on over there.
2: All righty. Well, um, I- I'll just I'll put it like this. I do intend to uh, continue to have a-, a nice focus on the inside linebackers. More importantly, okay. Miles Jack and Devin Bush. I okay. want to see how they continue to develop their rapport, how they continue to communicate. Who is being the quote unquote green dot guy Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. versus who is being the freelancer. I want to see that dynamic. I want to see if they're flipping it um, in contrast to what they did last week. So that's the first thing I'll be checking out. The next thing I'll be looking at is the wide receiver uh, room. Obviously, we have a lot of talent in there, but some of it is younger than others. And we just want to see them continue to develop. I mean, it's a a lot of narratives, a lot of storylines in that room. So that's why, for me, that will be the next group that I'm probably going to be focused on. on today. You know, without giving too I mean, much. That's, yeah. That's where you're always at, right? Yeah. Was, no, you know, I love these offenses. I'm a big offensive guy. You know Yeah,
1: that, I know. Man. You like to talk quarterbacks and Come wide receivers on, all the time. That,
2: that's all I care about, man. And you know, you what? know that.
1: Speaking of your linebacker brethren. Hey, now. We just got the drop hey here. Hey, now. We're our two guests today. We'll hey, be, now. One of them will be Alex Highsmith.
2: What? That's my dog.
1: 56. And then newcomer. Whoa. Gunner Olszewski oh, is going sit down with us, hey now. as well, too. We'll talk to him about the return game, what he thinks he Absolutely, can bring uh, in the wide receiver department, as well, too. But that's that's a nice balance. That's the duality of man, right there.
2: And I could dig that, man. We're obviously talking about the wide receiver position, so having Gunner be able to come on with us later today, man, will be a lot of fun, man, because yes, he will. is one of those new additions that I was referring to. Um, he is one of those guys that we know what he can bring from a return game uh, perspective, mm-hmm. but also want to talk to him a little bit about what he thinks he can bring to this offense as well, because. He did play some of the slot receiver position right. in New England. Right. And we know that, hey, man, we happen to have a void there by losing Juju Smith-Schuster and Ray McLeod over the uh, free agency period. So, you know, it be interesting to just hear his perspective, his thought process as it pertains to some of those things that are a little bit more away from the yeah. wheelhouse that yeah. he's been accustomed to being a special teams return star in 100%. a sense. you know.
1: Yeah, no, that's, that's well said by you. I'm, I'm interested to talk to him. So, yeah, we'll have Gunnar Olszewski. We'll have Alex, ha- Alex Highsmith as well, too, for those of you who might just be jumping aboard here week number two. If you missed it last week, we uh, get those guys normally around noon. Practice ends about noon, and then they'll sit down with us usually back-to-back After practice, so make sure you're tuning in for that. A reminder as well, too, our coverage every single day here at OTAs goes from 10 a.m. until 4 p.m., six hours of live coverage from the UPMC Rooney Sports Complex. Every day that the Steelers have OTAs, we're out here because no one covers the Steelers like we do on SNR, it's Moats and I from ten until one, and then Dale Wally and Matt Williamson with the drive from one until four. So make sure you're keeping it locked here all afternoon, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, here for these three weeks for all uh, for all your Steelers OTA fixins. Moatsy, uh, Kendrick Green, he was a guy that I talked about in the in the first segment. There, how much should we be looking into? Because we know, like, he's, he's going to get reps at center, he's going to get reps at guard. Mm-hmm. It's, kind of, it's kind of, you know, all in in that regard in terms of these four guys competing for those three spots and, and a lot of guys with position flexibility in there as well, too. How much stock should I put into what we're seeing from, from Kendrick Green? Let's, let's stay with him specifically, because he was the one that I talked about in the opening segment. How much stock, you know, it is week two of OTAs here now. Is it still just purely tinkering? Or can we start with you know like with some of what we're seeing? Can we start putting stock into that? Or maybe I should just ask you how much stock should I put into how they're going to use Kendrick Green? over I was about to say, man, because you was two.
2: confused. Me. You asked me like thirty questions at one I just, time, I man. Just, That was a really confusing was like, oh, way to. Uh, that was a wait bad, a minute, hold like, on, bro. I was, I
1: was like the I was like the guy who in the press conferences with Mike Tomlin, you know, asks a ninety second question, and Coach <laughs> no. T just looks at him like, "Do oh, you want a thesis from me?" Hey, like, what? Are the <laughs> most? How much stock should I put into how Kendrick Green is being used?
2: Um, I think you put a lot of stock into it. Number one is the Steelers don't do anything just to do it. They're not going to tell Kendrick Green, who started what fourteen games at center last year, to come out here in OTAs for the first three practices and just go try out left guard. No, 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 man. This is what they view him as right now. They think that you know we have a familiar. They have a familiarity with him as a center right, wrong, or indifferent, they've seen what it looks like, and obviously they're going to have their opinion on how well or not good he is at that particular position, regardless of what any of us as fans, media, or observers might feel. They're going to have a certain opinion about him, and they're going to have a certain comfort level. And I'm sure if it ever came to a jam and they needed to get out of a stadium, they Mm -hmm. would feel very comfortable putting him back out there at center if it came to that from injuries, whatever may happen but i think that man seeing them and seeing how they are utilizing him at this left guard position exclusively i do feel like they want to give him a fair chance to just get ah. his to just get his feet wet man to get comfortable there this is a position that he was more familiar with coming out of college remember he had five career collegiate starts at center right everything else was a guard everything else was a guard so when I think of that, this is a chance for him to get more acclimated at a position that he's more familiar with, a position that, you know, he's done more often than what he was transitioned Great. to do. Absolutely. And for me, personally, I can relate to him in a sense, man, because I remember coming from college where I played exclusively outside linebacker 4-3 DN. Mm-hmm. I get to Buffalo, and they moved me to inside linebacker 3-4 Mike linebacker. Mm-hmm. Drastically different. Drastically different. And I remember having groin pains. I remember – You know, some of the struggles that I had early on, very similar to Kendrick. But the biggest difference was he was a third-round pick while I was a sixth-round pick, so the expectations weren't the same, and the scrutiny wasn't the same. Hmm. But for me, man, I was so excited when I came to Pittsburgh because I got to switch back to my more natural, more comfortable position, which is outside linebacker. And from there, I was able to have a lot more success. Absolutely. So when I think of Kendrick, I say to myself, man, yes, on paper, he is undersized as a guard. Yes, on paper, you would love for him to be able to play center. But that's just not the reality of it right now. But there is nothing that says he can't be a successful undersized guard in this league because I can tell you firsthand that I was an undersized player in this league and I was successful. So when I see Kendrick and I see him at left guard, I think it's a benefit for him because at least if you're going to be at a physical disadvantage, right, because we know he's not the largest gentleman, mm-hmm. you at least want to go back to a position where you feel the most comfortable let, so you feel you can put your best foot forward. Ah. And you can do that when it's a position that you know. Even if I am smaller, I know how to do this. I know this like the back of my hand. You're not going to be able to outsmart me. You're not going to be able to trick me. I know all the, t- uh, the tricks of the trade at this position. You're not getting that when you have to switch positions and learn it on the fly while being under size, while adjusting to the NFL level, right. while going through a rookie right. season, which we already said is what? The hardest year a lot of times for players because it's such a long season. Coming from the collegiate ranks, offseason where you got pro days, combines, all-star games, then you have rookie minicamp, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. That's a lot to deal with while switching positions and having crazy expectations. So I do really feel like this is a benefit for him, and I think it'll be a blessing in disguise for him as well.
1: I am cautiously optimistic Mm -hmm. that you are correct. We're going to take a break here. When we come back on the other side, Chris Carter of Pittsburgh Sports Now, the Locked on Steelers podcast and WPXI. You know, he wears a lot of hats. Uh, he will join us uh, right here uh, from practice. OTAs, day number four, week number two. It's hour one of six hours of coverage here on SNR, so don't you dare go anywhere. Arthur Motes, Wesley uller it's the Steelers Blitz at OTAs. <laughs>
0: Life's an adventure, and it's waiting. Hi, this is Merrill Hodge. At S&T Bank, they know life's for the living. That's why S&T Bank offers solutions to help you get the most out of it. Whether you're investing in your home, planning for the future, or just making the most of every day, S&T Bank is here to help.
1: Tuesday morning Whoa. on the south side of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. You know, you get the Monday off due to the holiday. You know, it just throws off your calendar for the entire week. I thought
2: we just didn't work Mondays. Well,
1: you know what? That's <laughs> all right by me. Let's get that, ri- let's get that written in the Come next contract. On, man. Yes. Wesley Euler, Arthur Moats with you here. It's our ongoing coverage of OTAs on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. Chris Carter going to join us a few minutes from now, or we're going to give him some more time. To watch practice and do all of his due diligence. You know, he's doing real journalistic work out here. Yeah. You and I, you know, we just throw in the headset and we just talk ball for a couple hours. I mean,
2: technically, though, it's both real journalism. Ours it's true. is more like in the moment, though.
1: That's true. He gets time to like sit there. I think down you, could, I think you like... could argue ours is probably a little easier as well, too. It depends on perspective. I guess it depends though. on perspective. Yeah. Some people, like, the idea of just yeah. talking
2: or just creating on the fly like this, they're like, "Yo, not a chance." Give me something where I can like then, sit down, plan, and prepare.
1: We're probably you and I look at it. We say, "I'd rather sit here and talk for a couple hours." Because that seems than, like way boring. Then go yes. write for a couple hours. I would not
2: want to go write for hours. Yeah, <sighs> I'm cool on that. Me man. Me either. I'm yeah. I'm
1: good on that as well too. Absolutely. I, I write about uh, one or two blog posts a year for our ESPN Pittsburgh website, and they are yeah. like at most 200, 300 words. I mean, See? it's just a little short, little. <laughs>
2: You did that. I wrote a book, and I'm like, I'm done right now. I'm good for now. You wrote one I'm book. I'm good for now, man. I'm good for now.
1: As Jim Wexel, author yeah. of Palomalu, walks Absolutely, by, Moats writes one book and he's done. I'm out. Come I'm, on, getting, man. I'm getting We're out, out of yeah, here.
2: We're just vibing right now, baby. Just vibing. <laughs>
1: Oh uh, yeah, we're you know we're we gotta uh, wait until uh, some confirmations here yes. for us, Mister. Ah, oh, yeah, there you go, trying trying to trying to try to, uh, to break some news here. Certainly, oh, uh, it's always it's <laughs> it's always fun down that, here.
2: And for the record, that came through your microphone, the not mine. Side. I don't All know right. if the people heard that or not. Hey, okay. if they did, good well, for them. Either way, that, that wasn't on moving. my microphone. We're gonna keep yeah. it
1: moving here. Um, we don't want
2: any problems.
1: We are in the uh, the. This is uh, what would this position drills portion of the yes. practice right now um, as they are. They're breaking off and doing uh, some individual uh, group work here before the team period and, and things of that nature. Again, if you missed it, if you're just joining us, Alex Highsmith, Gunnar Olszewski will be our guests today. Uh, they will join us in the 12 o'clock hour. You know, Mozi, we were uh, talking a little offensive line there in the last segment. Mm-hmm. One guy, too, you know, I feel like you and I discussed him a lot around the combine. Before free agency, when I mean, it is funny how that messaging changed very quick. You know, during the combine and leading up to the combine, we all talked offensive line, offensive line, offensive line. Yeah. I mean, the Steelers have to draft an offensive lineman at 20.
0: If they don't, they'll take
1: one at 52. Well, then you go out and you spend some money on the offensive line and free agency. That switches it up a little bit. But one of the guys that you and I, you know, I still remember, we were doing our shows. I was in a hotel room out in Indianapolis. You were in, in San Diego out in California. Uh, Cali, yeah, yeah. We, were, we were doing our our, uh, our shows, you know, from across the coast there. Uh, we spent a lot of time talking about Dan Moore Jr. Mm-hmm. and would you consider going? Because it was a pretty, you know, pretty loaded tackle class. I believe there were five taken in the first round of mm-hmm. this. Pa- you know, we talked a lot about would you take one of those guys at pick twenty? What's your faith level in Dan Moore Jr.? And we've kind of had that conversation a little bit. But now that we've had some time to digest, now that we know at least likely how the offensive line could shake out you know there's there's still maybe a position or two up for grabs but but we know that they've they've reinforced the interior of that line what's your what's your confidence level that Dan Moore will because I think we were you know we're we're optimistic about the rookie season he was able to have being thrown into the fire as a fourth round draft pick right Are, are you optimistic that he is going to take that next step forward is he going to solidify himself as the guy who can be the left tackle here in Pittsburgh for the next dozen or so years, 15 years even, you know, one of those type guys that you don't have to worry about that position for a while. Do you see that happening for him this year or you still, you still want to wait and and maybe, you know, like what's your, what's your optimism level that Dan Moore Jr. will solidify that that's his position for the long term?
2: Yeah. So for me, man, I am optimistic about uh, Dan Moore continuing to improve because he has taken great strides Um, First off, when you're looking at Dan Moore coming in as a a fourth-round draft pick from a year ago, um, we knew that, yes, you talk about fourth-round draft picks starting 17 games. That's not an easy feat. That's not something that you necessarily would want on paper. But he did get the job done. Um, Going back, I was actually watching tape on him this weekend. And I thought that, man, he definitely continued to improve as the season went on. He has areas that he needs to improve upon, of course. But as a whole, I just thought that, man, he did some really impressive things last year, Mm -hmm. especially when you're talking about some of the matchups that he was dealing with. So, for me, I do think that he can continue to take those next steps. I don't know if he solidifies himself this year where we look at him and we're like, yes, this guy is Don't have to worry about that position. Yeah. Right, but. I do think that he will continue to show that he is a very competent and capable starter hmm. in this league because he definitely was showing that last year especially towards the end of last season.
1: We're back here, little hiccups Arthur Motes. Hiccup. Know, it tends, tends to happen from time to time. Hiccup. Um but you were explaining how having a a solid concrete and and not that's you know that's not the poo poo um, guys like LaGlue and, and guys no, um, no, like Hour. Listen, but,
2: th- never a poo-poo. It's just more so just context. And exactly. There is a thing where people are just better than other people. And absolutely. It's you're nothing... a
1: better football player than me.
2: And TJ Watts <laughs> a better football <laughs> player than me. All right? So you play this game long enough, you're going to always find somebody out there, yeah, out there yeah, that's absolutely. better than you. And that And that's fine. But at the same time, I'm not sitting here saying that, hey, because Kevin is has started, that means John Leglu doesn't have a job. Absolutely. No, because you need a Leglu. You need a Hassan. you need a Finney. You need a Kendrick Green because newsflash injuries do happen. Uh, guys
1: get hurt in the National Football oh, League? Oh, yeah, don't sir. say. I've, I've heard that you before. You
2: don't say. I, I mean, like before. literally every year somebody's going to get hurt it's
1: not a matter of if it's a matter of when
2: they said it's 100 percent injury rate in the nfl i don't yeah. know if you know that i just wanted to confirm that and i can't con- believe i it. will uh actually back that one that that is factual you, you can play you played, you played yes. that through that, yeah. that is very very factual but with that being the case yeah it just means that all right you're going to feel a lot better when guys that were having to start last year become your depth guys this year yes that means you have a very strong unit that means you have a very deep unit and overall the unit that you should feel very confident in going forward and that's kind of the the vibe that i'm getting right now now granted it's still early it's still very premature because we have not seen them in pads but based on the tape that i cut on when i watched james Mm. daniels when i watched mason cole from a year ago those guys played to me better than what Trey Turner was giving us and what Kendrick Green was giving us as a center. Not saying that Trey was bad, but I'm just saying that James Daines was a better player last year. Yeah, yeah. So that's why when I make this, the statements that, yes, I do think this group will be better. I do think this group is going to help Dan more because of this. These are the reasons why we make those hmm. statements. It's not just because they're free agent signings. It's not just because they signed for the money that they signed for. It's because the tape is what's showing me these things.
1: And you know what? I've also been told, you know, I've been told of some of the 100% injury rate. It's not Mm -hmm. a matter of if, it's a matter of when. I've also been told the tape don't lie.
2: That's how I live, man. (laughs) Because people have an opinion because of a name, because of a person made you feel good or feel some type of way in a moment. But when you cut the tape on, man, the tape does not lie. And it takes away opinions. It takes away feelings. It takes away if you like a guy or not. Mm. And it just shows who's the more productive player. And that's
1: ultimately what we're searching for right now, man. That is certainly what we're searching for, particularly this time of year. That is when, the, you know, as Arthur Moses said, the one.
0: Life's an adventure and it's waiting. Hi, this is Merrill Hodge. At s Bank, they know life's for the living. That's why s Bank offers solutions to help you get the most out of it. Whether you're investing in your home, planning for the future, or just making the most of every day, S&T Bank is here to help.